So whether I succeed or fail in this next moment, I am enough in the eyes of God. God, God. We are female athletes being raw and real about the joys and struggles of life, both on and off the field. We share how faith can both heal our wounds and reveal true beauty. Play fierce. Pray fierce. Live fierce. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fierce Athlete Podcast. This is Sam Kelly, and we have such an awesome guest today, uh, Krista Ingrilli. She is a former college tennis player. She played tennis at Flagler College. Um, she then went on to become a tennis pro. Um, she's done missionary work, and now she's an avid CrossFitter. For those of you familiar with CrossFit, we were just uh, discussing the brutal open that was just posted, the open workout. And uh, yeah, Krista's about to take that on in the next few days. So we'll be praying for her for that. But Krista, it is great to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. This is amazing. Fierce is amazing. So yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Krista, we, we want to get to know you. So tell us a little about your, your background. Um, you know, what led you to play college tennis and then go yeah. on to become a tennis pro and, you know, now become an avid, avid CrossFitter? Yeah. So I, just glazing over it very briefly. Um, I think I've just been always, I've always been an athlete since I was really young. Um, even just starting in middle school, you know, did volleyball, track, tennis, um, basketball, and my dad played a little bit of basketball at Marquette as well. So we've always had an athletic background and I went to go play tennis in college, um, played at Flagler for about four years and, you know, just always loved to compete and have that competitive edge never really went away after I graduated college. So I did dabble in powerlifting for a little bit, but then just, uh, my body was like, you need to be a little kinder to yourself. <laughs> um, so then naturally I picked up CrossFit. Um, so I, I still get to, um, you know, have that competitive edge and then also still take care of my body and then also have um, the element of community um, through the sport, which I think is um, probably a big reason why I, I love CrossFit so much is because of the community um, and the support and everybody being so just for you and your progress. Um, so yeah, that's just, that's, where I am right now and just enjoying that season, um, of, uh, just being fit for my soul and keeping my body in shape, eating right. And, um, yeah, I love it. Uh, <laughs> you had just, you just said something you said fit for my soul. Can you explain yeah. what you meant by that? So, you know, it's easily with work and, everything that comes around with daily life, um, for me, at least the way that I blow off steam, let go of stress, just kind of let go for an hour or two every day is, um, through CrossFit. And, um, anytime I step in the gym, it's, it's just a way to conquer a fear for me, you know, whether it's going upside down in a handstand pushup or lifting a weight, um, that I never thought I could lift. Um, it's so much more than just physical, for me, it really is, um, you know, in a sense, offering up my workouts as prayers mm. and, you know, like, okay, I'm going to lift this up for this person today or offer it up. Um, it's more, it's so much more than just for me. Um, it's for me to be my best, 
for everybody else around me as well. So just being able to um, take care of myself and by taking care of myself, I think I can better take care of others. Mm. It, it's just a, it's a big cycle. I think, um, I think, uh, yeah, the, the best version of yourself is, is always when you can best take care of others as well. So mm. it's important. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, probably a natural lesson you learned through sport and and you know playing a team sport i mean obviously tennis is both individual and and team oriented i mean you can play doubles as well and you're on a especially on a college team um is that a lesson you think that you learn from sport is that ability to not only take care of self and be the best version of yourself or the best athlete um to be able to perform your best but also um the ability to bring the best out of your teammates is that something you say you learned from sport? Yeah, a hundred percent. I learned a lot of life through sports, just honesty, teamwork, um, you know, how to, <laughs> how to work with people who don't have the same personality as you, mm-hmm. how to mentally navigate yourself through tough situations or to push through situations. You don't feel like you can, but you have it within you. You just have to bring it out. Um, and especially in tennis, you kind of coach yourself, especially if you're playing singles. Uh, and in CrossFit too, like when you're mid-workout and you're in the last round of a really tough, brutal workout, it's like, okay, I need to enter in and this is where I need to push. Mm. So just a lot of life lessons learned through sport and how to um, to navigate the waters of life. Sure. Let's, yeah. let's let's talk a little bit about this idea of kind of mental toughness or coaching yourself. I'm I'm just curious because I know for for myself and I know for a lot of women um we can very easily mentally spiral in that oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I see it so much and and it's something I've grown a lot in. Um I definitely tend to be a more of a positive person now, but I think it's something like 80% of our daily thoughts are negative um, in some people. And, um, you know, I know there's moments in in workouts or moments in sport where you make a mistake or you're tired. And um, at least on the mistake end of things, I see women, you know, it's like, okay, I played soccer. So um, I missed a shot. You know, I didn't didn't Mm -hmm. score a goal. I just, you know, shanked it, if you will. That's the, sure. that's the soccer term, you know, mm-hmm. and it can go to, it can easily go from, I just made a mistake to, I am the worst player ever to, um, I shouldn't be on this team to why am I even playing soccer anymore? And and that's, that's actually a very light version, maybe a edited version of what it actually is. Oh, you yeah. know, oftentimes <laughs> it's probably like a oh, lot worse did. and a little bit more. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, this is so crucial to, to women's athletics, um, yeah. What, what have you learned? What are maybe some of the techniques that you use, um, you know, back when you were playing tennis and maybe even coaching others when you were a tennis pro, uh, but yeah. then, you know, now amidst, especially amidst these open workouts, which are brutal. Um, yeah. How do you navigate that, that mental space? Yeah. So first off, I was so mean to myself, mm. uh, in college, uh, and I, I can't even tell you that I'm fully like nice to myself yet. Like it's, I think it's a life journey sure. to get to the point where you can take negative thoughts and turn them into positive thoughts in a high pressure situation or 
in a competitive environment, um, when you feel like you've let yourself down and, you know, I feel like a lot of the times as women, we are our own worst critic. Mm -hmm. And I've been told that time and time again, um, they're just like, Krista, it's so painful to watch you sometimes because you are so hard on yourself and (laughs) you, you know, you, you just got to relax, like just enjoy the moment. And, um, I'm like, you're so right. And like you were saying before, if, if people heard what I thought about myself, you know, in the moment or whenever I, uh, let's say attempt a bar muscle up and don't get it. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, why am I even doing this? Why do I even attempt this? You know, why, what, it's not even worth doing it. It's not even worth stepping back into the gym tomorrow. It's so embarrassing. Like go home, like go to bed. <laughs> you just, you go on this downward spiral. Um, uh, but for me, what I have been able to learn, um, when I do get into those mental spirals is to take five seconds and just take five seconds and say, you know, you are good. This does not define you. Mm-hmm. You are not defined by your productivity here in the gym. I think so often, and what I really struggled with um, when I was in college was thinking if I lost, when I missed that shot, or even in CrossFit, if I don't hit that weight, that 200 pound clean and jerk I've been working so hard for, um, that it I'm not even worth it. Like I, I let it define me. And so often we let the results define us rather than being happy with um, being not happy, but being satisfied with the journey and Mm. being happy with the journey that it takes to get there rather than the results. And uh, yeah, I remember when I would lose tennis matches, I would lock myself in a room and I wouldn't talk to anybody. I would be like, I shouldn't even play this sport anymore. I don't even deserve this anymore. I don't deserve to eat. You know, it was just, it really was, if I could be honest, super unhealthy. And you're just like, where do I develop this from? Other than, you know, the culture we live in. But, you know, being 20, 27 now and not saying I have all the answers because I definitely don't. (laughs) But being able to sit and look at yourself and say, this result does not define you. Um, but that doesn't mean like not to strive for goals and that it's not going to be frustrating, not hitting goals, but just really checking yourself and saying, why am I doing this? What, why do I do what I do? And do I appreciate the fact that my body can even do these things? Mm. Uh, and checking yourself because there's a lot of people who can't, um, you know, enjoy movement the way that we can. And, you know, doing the good old reality check. So I can't do that in just five seconds, but (laughs) you know, sometimes I do have to take a step back and just say, enjoy this. Like this is for you. And it's not, uh, don't let your failure define you or missing a rep or, you know, you can't get it back, but Mm. yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Now, when you say this doesn't define you, Mm -hmm. Um, well, what does define you then? Ooh, Sam coming in clutch with the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, even when I was a missionary, just going, going back, I'll circle back around. Um, it's, it's, it was so easy for me to hold on to my identity of being an athlete in college and shaking that 
and um, even finding my faith in college and then coming back to the, the church and then realizing, you know what, it really defines me is that like, I, I really am a daughter of God. And mm. what really matters is um, the fact that like, I can be an example of his light wherever I am. And you know, even as women, like we play a, such a big role in, in sport and anything that we do. Um, but really defining ourselves, not by what we do, but who we are. And that's a big thing. You know, the culture project talks about the organization, um, that I was a missionary for It's not what you can do, um, but who you are or what you have to offer. Um, but who you are, that you are made in the image and likeness of God and nothing, no performance, no, um, trip or fall or sin or stumble can change that. And you are still going to be the same before, during, and after a workout to the Lord. Um, he doesn't care about that stuff. He wants you to do your best and use your your strength to to magnify your your physical appearance. But um, you know, who are we serving, and what God are we serving? Are we serving a God of um, materialism, or are we serving a God of um, of great faith and great doing? So for me, you know. I try to strive and of course I get lost in, in the world every, every once in a while and have to bring myself back, but really striving to be defined by who I am and seeking that further rather than what I can do, which is so easy to, to get wrapped up in every single day with our, our constant being busy and from the next appointment to the next meeting to, I got to get this done on this timeline or, um, or even in sports, being on the, the whiteboard for CrossFit, um, I need to be first. Because if I'm not first, then like that doesn't mean that I'm the best. And it's easy to get wrapped up in that. But it's like that stuff doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just being defined by who you are and whose you are rather than what you can do and putting so much emphasis on that. Mm. So, yeah. Preach it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and that is easily so much more easier said than done sure um you know like Mm -hmm. it's a day it's a a choice that you make every single day to get up and say and you can say it in the morning and then you're like oh it's lunchtime I've already (laughs) I've already kind of failed this or you know you could say oh man like I you know butchered that presentation real bad and you could be so hard on yourself um but it's getting back up every single time and and knowing that you know God does not discriminate um, any sin or what we can or cannot do. So, mm. yeah. I love it. <laughs> Something that I have done and kind of encourage people to do just that ties all this together is you, you talked about having that five seconds where you step back. Um, mm-hmm. And similarly, it's like find a break within your sport. So if you're a soccer player, maybe the, the ball goes out of bounds and you have, you know, three seconds, five seconds, whatever to just take a breath. Um, or basketball, there's a timeout or, you know, you're in CrossFit Mm -hmm. and you, yeah, step back from, um, some reps, but I, I encourage people to have a statement. Um, and, and, you know, soccer players, I encourage them tape your wrist and and write it on your wrist. Um, Mm. just so it's a visual, but mine is I am enough, and it's mm-hmm. and it's that statement I'll default to when and really it's it's the devil it's evil that is totally. attacking our minds and saying 
you suck. You shouldn't be doing this. I can't believe you've messed up. You should get off the field or not even try the next rep. Um, Just stepping back and, you know, picking a statement minds, I am enough. Like, and that Mm -hmm. just is what that says to is reminding myself is I'm just enough as I am, as I was created as a beloved daughter of God. And there's nothing I can or can't do that'll change that. So whether I succeed or fail in this next moment, I am enough in the, in the eyes of God. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I encourage people, I'm enough. I am loved. Um, yes. Get behind me, Satan. If you just want to like oh, hit it, you yeah. know, Jesus is Lord. Um, a, tr- a statement that is rooted in truth that just reminds you of your identity as a daughter, but also inspires you. Like you said, you know, I think it's a temptation for us to s- to think like, okay, I'm enough just as I am, which means I can just like sit on my butt and not yeah, do chill. anything, yeah. which you could, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah, and God totally. wouldn't love you any more, any less. But as athletes, and you were saying this, like we have been given these gifts. It's like, heck, if you can do a 200 pound clean and jerk and want to strive for, for that, like you have been given your body as a, as a gift and you should like use it to your full potential and offer that to God, right? if you've been given this athletic talent as a soccer player, you know, use it to the best of your ability at every moment. Like you should be the hardest working person on your team because you Mm -hmm. know what you've been given in the Lord and you just want to honor him and worship him through that. Right. And that doesn't affect how he feels about us, but it's like, why wouldn't I want, I've been given this great gift of his love for me, his mercy, salvation, grace, you know, like why wouldn't I want to do my best with that? Um, Right. But yeah, just those statements, uh, that's just Absolutely. been something I've encouraged or, and write it down or, um, I don't know, you could just have it in your mind, whatever's helpful. But I know in, in, in the heat of things, it's like, I'm not thinking like I'm enough, you know, but if I look down and see it written on my wrist, it's like, okay, it kind of right. gra- grounds me. So that's just a little thing I, I share and encourage people to do. And that's been helpful for me as well. I love that. Yeah. Love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, I uh, I actually get, I gifted myself my own barbell. Um, <laughs> that sounds about it. I bought myself. I gifted it. Cool. Um, I was like, well, I need my own barbell. Um, and for the longest time, I was like, I really want to get you know some words on that barbell so that when I you know I'm setting up, I can look down and I can see those words and um, you know it's for the glory of God always. Just remembering like in my sport and anything I do should always be for the glory of God, not for myself, but to glorify the Lord through anything that I do physically, spiritually, mentally. Um, definitely something that I uh, uh, had put on my, my barbell um, so that I can see it. Cool. So yeah, it's, it just kind of puts you back into reality. Like this is not for me. Like, and in everything that I do, whether it's in the gym or at work, like, am I doing it for the glory of God or am I doing it, you know, to, for the people here on earth? Uh, it's so it's so easy uh, to to get pulled into that, but I, I love that you know that statement, that personal statement that um, that you have. But you're just like, okay, like this is this is my three second pause. All right, back to it. Yeah, yeah, and then it's good motivation. It's it, it <laughs> lets go of the pressure. Yes, uh, but but creates a nice a good pressure in the sense of like I want to do my best 
Um, but if I don't, like, the world's right. not, not going to end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Correct. It could feel like that, but it's not going to. Right. And we're all not perfect. I have the same thing where it's some days I don't perform and I'm, I'm mad, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or you're like, I did that yesterday. Now I can't do it today. Um, so. But that's a human body, yeah. right? And we yeah, have to. Correct. You talked a lot about in the beginning, just having that balance of, of taking care of yourself. I mean, our bodies yeah. are a gift and mm-hmm. unfortunately they, uh, are broken from the fall and you know I've had six (laughs) surgeries so I kind of know some of that and you get tired and fatigued and you know obviously in the second coming or we'll we'll have resurrected bodies which I hope would you know (laughs) they'll be perfected but um heck yeah (laughs) but there's there is that importance of uh that balance in the taking care of yourself and this this body we've been given is, is a gift and so eating well working out um Mm-hmm. just yeah getting enough sleep like all these different things are, are so so important um and that's a way to to really honor the lord as well absolutely yes awesome well let's um let's transition a little bit krista you know yeah. we, we've talked well we talked a little bit about the mental struggles of sport um and also the positives of of learning that mental toughness learning the gift of self um learning the beauty of your identity and and the gifts that you've been given um, what else, like what, what are some of the other things you think young athletes need to hear or lessons you've learned, whether it's, um, experiencing, you know, this type of struggle and, and overcoming it. And your faith is really the source of that overcoming, whether it's, this is an awesome lesson I learned. And, um, I think everybody needs to hear it. Um, or just things you're still trying to figure out what, what, what else do you think that young athletes need to hear? Yeah, I think especially, uh, in the day and age that we live in with, (laughs) with Instagram and instant gratification and, you know, this millennial mindset that we can kind of have, like things just happen overnight. Um, I really, I wish somebody would have told my, told me when I was younger, just to be kind to yourself. Mm. Um, this, this really piggybacks off of our, our last, uh, convert or our last, what we just talked about. Um, just, be kind to yourself. Um, I, I just, I can't tell you enough mental health, um, just how important it is to, you know, just be able to, if you need help, seek help. Um, there's so many sports psychologists that we have now that are, you know, ready and available for us to, to coach and mentor us or Mm. don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, especially in the sport realm, you know, you're supposed to, quote unquote, have it all together. And you're supposed to, you know, have the whole package, you know, mentally, physically, you know, have the right outfit, have everything all together, perform, then come back and do that all again tomorrow. Um, it's a lot of pressure at times and don't be afraid to ask for help when it comes to seeking mental counsel, Mm. especially when you're in college. Um, if that's a, a, a route that you choose to, to go, um, and then even post college, um, as somebody who was an athlete and then transitioning out of college and not being an athlete anymore, um, that can be a really hard season of life to navigate. And for Christopher, so long, you've defined yourself by a sport and now you're not really playing it anymore. So you're like, okay, I need to shift gears a little bit, but I don't know how. Mm. Um, so really just be kind to yourself. 
don't be afraid to ask for help. And then also, you know, embrace your body and everything that it can do. Uh, for myself, I, it took me a really long time to come to the terms with my own body. Hmm. Um, just cause I've always been a really muscular, stocky, athletic girl, um, <clears throat> which nowadays it's, it's looked upon to, you know, have a, have strong legs and a big booty and, you know, to be strong, strong is the new beautiful. Um, but that isn't what it always was back in the day. Sure. Um, so, you know, just really embracing the fact that you are, um, as females, like you are just like this temple of beauty and grace and like your body can do, do things that it, it's just a miracle. If you sit down and look at what the female body can do. Mm -hmm. Um, so be kind, don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, look at your body for the glory and the goodness that it is and, um, enjoy it. Enjoy the sport that you play. Enjoy the people that you're around and really to surround yourself by people who want what's best for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, in sport, it's so easy to fall into the, um, the crowd. Right. Um, but really find a group that, you know, speaks your salve, you know, really wants you to be your best, uh, especially in college. Just stand your ground, know what's good for you, and um, find that group that really um, works works not just in front of you, but beside you. So, mm. yeah, just a few things. <laughs> My gosh, I love it. I'm like, I have so many follow-up questions. <laughs> um, let's, go to the let's go to the body. Because that's something okay. that, that I've struggled yeah. with. I know athletes struggle with, right? We, mm -hmm. it's really mm -hmm. cool. I love that we can, in a certain sense, be defined by our bodies and, and not, I, I don't mean we're defined by our bodies, like, but you can look at a, a somebody and be like, they're an athlete, you know, like you just yeah. can, like our bodies manifest what we do. So if I am really lean and right mm -hmm. muscular i'm probably a distance runner you know if i have right a really strong really strong shoulders and strong upper body and kind of a t-shape i'm probably a swimmer you know swimmer. Like, yeah um yeah you know i'm a soccer player i have really big quads and a nice butt like i'll say mm -hmm. it i love my butt and um <laughs> we need to say yeah. that more we need to proclaim the beauty of our bodies and not that i'm perfect like, yeah. and that's like you taking me a long time to, mm. to come to peace with, um, and many hours of prayer and just asking the Lord, like, what do you think about me? Um, but yeah, what was that journey like for you? How did you go from, and especially too, it's, I'll tie in the other, the other point you made about transition. It's like you, I went from, you know, running on a soccer field two hours every day and lifting to not doing much. And now, yeah. I'm, now I'm rowing and avidly lifting and I, I feel amazing. Like I, yeah. that's just what I need to do. It's, I need to be in some sort of shape and that's really good for my physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health. Um, but in the midst of, yeah, transition and, you know, like, like myself finding a new sport, um, how did you come to that place where you, it sounds like, you know, you're, you're really at peace with how you look and, yeah. and your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's just so funny that this, uh, this subject is coming up today. I'll circle back around to, um, just my thought process that I had this morning when I woke up, but, um, <laughs> yeah, and my body has always been such a struggle for me. It may not have seemed like it on the outside to people. Everybody's always been like, you're so confident. 
and you have such a beautiful body. And I know my dad was always such a, such a positive influence and my mom, both were such positive influences being like, you have such a beautiful body. Like, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Mm. And, um, they were just so good about, you know, being, being positive in that way, but that didn't make it any easier. Um, I just, I've always had a really short torso, really big quads and thighs and broad shoulders, very muscular. And, uh, I just remember when I was younger, I would get picked on a lot by the Mm. boys and be seen as one of the boys. And then, uh, middle school hit puberty hit. (laughs) And, uh, you know, and then I found that I could play sports and that I was strong and that I could do things that a lot of other girls couldn't do or, you know, that I was fast and I could lift things and I could, um, hit the the tennis ball with the exuded amount of power. Mm. And it's just taken me such a long time, even through college, you know, there was even such a small thing, but these girls wanted these uniforms that (laughs) they were just these small little skirts and I like couldn't fit my butt into them. And I was just like, all right, I guess I have to lose some weight to, to fit these skirts because these, these other girls, uh, my other teammates really want them. But it was just, it was such a, a struggle for me. Um, and then, of course, uh, exiting college and then becoming a missionary um, was a really hard period for me because it's like trying to maintain um, an athletic figure and do mission work and travel and be a missionary and eat all the pizza and the spaghetti and (laughs) um, still want to be competitive. And the culture project was so good. And, you know, they were able to accommodate for me to still do CrossFit. Um, But the, it always still creeps in into it. It still creeps into my mind. Um, You know, like you don't have a six pack and your quads are not, you know, you just, you come to this point where you're just like, I am not aesthetics. Like my body, what it looks like is not what it can do. And it's for females. It's like, we want the perfect butt. We want the small waist. We want the big breasts. And, uh, I remember struggling with that too, just being an athlete and having like a, a muscular chest. So I was never like well endowed in the breast area. I was like, well, maybe I should get a boob job. Mm. Um, but you know, I remember sitting down with my mom and she was no freaking way. Like, she's like, your body is perfect the way it is. And, um, it's just, it's, it's always going to be a constant struggle as a female. And I always imagine, um, taking all of these insecurities I have and like, if God were sitting in front of me and I told him all these things, like what he would say to me, (laughs) (laughs) he'd be like, you are crazy girl. Um, so yeah, it's, and I'm not, I'm, I'm at peace with my body now, but of course, um, it's just, it's such a, it's such an ongoing process and some, somebody's story that's really inspired me this year, Serena Williams. Mm. Um, I love, you know, it's such a spotlighted story, but it really just, it really is a beautiful story. Just yeah. her and her coming back after being a mom and standing to the top. And she's just like, she's like, yeah, like I still have cellulite on my butt. And like my waist is not as small as it used to be. And like, she's still one of the goats will forever be one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. 
And it's just like, she is a woman and she is doing it. And she's being this beautiful example to her daughter. Um, but that doesn't, you know, as a woman, I feel like we're always going to be so hard on ourselves, but, um, it's just, it's a constant struggle day in and day out. And even this morning for myself, I like got up and some days you feel like fluffier than others. Um, <laughs> I may have done it. I may have overdone it on some, some candy last night. And I was Halloween. like, I got up. <laughs> I know. I got up this morning and I was like, I need to like go back on like a meal plan and like, I need a diet. And you like go into this downward spiral um, we're like, I need to be strict with my meal plan and I need to do this and I need to, you know, and it's just like, what am I doing? Like, calm it down. Like you are beautiful the way you are, you know, just, you know, <laughs> I don't know, just uh, your body is beautiful and every season, whether it can do, whether you do CrossFit, whether you do rowing, whether you do, um, water polo, whatever it might be. I just think the the beauty of the season we live in and the culture too is that it's it's being uh the female body is being glorified um in different shapes now as well. So it's 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 uh being athletic is is being seen as beautiful more than it was back in the day. So uh that's encouraging. But mm-hmm. I just think the female body, the insecurities, it's just, it's going to be a constant and, uh, just surrounding yourself by women who, um, who lift you up community, community is so big, you know, even, uh, finding, uh, positive men in your life who will speak truth about your body and not, you know, in a derogatory way, but just being like, you're really beautiful or like, like even the men in my CrossFit gym, they're so respectful. Um, Mm -hmm. They're just like, you are a beast. And like in any other arena, that would be like, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're just like, thank you. And they're just like, you can, you know, like you, you just like look so beautiful or, you know, they're just, just find good community. I, I cannot stress that enough. Um, I feel like I've just kind of rambled on, but that's great. um, It's yeah. I just think with, with the female body, just remembering, you know, everything's a work in progress. Nothing is overnight. Um, and just really, you know, say more positive things than negative. Like tell yourself what you love about yourself every day, just like you did. You're like, I love my butt. (laughs) You know, you're like, I have great legs and a great butt. And there's there. So for myself, I'm like, I have a great upper body and I love my legs. I love how big my quads are. I love my butt, you know, just, saying the positive things rather than dwelling on the negative. So, yeah. Yeah. I, when you were talking, I just had this image of you, you know, coming before God and being like, well, what about this? What about this? You know, like you can, yeah. I mean, I can come up with a list for myself and then just God smirking and being like, yeah, I did that intentionally. Yeah. I yeah. created you that way. Yeah. I think you're beautiful, you know, cause it's true. Like we have been created particularly by him it's like you know it says in scripture before I formed you in the womb I knew you like Mm -hmm. he spent time thinking us into existence you know and creating us and I believe that and so when we um you know when we yeah 
critique ourselves or think negatively of how we look or even when others do it. I mean, that's often the source of a lot of pain for women is being made fun of or people making comments or people judging us, whether that's teammates or strangers or, you know, most painfully, oftentimes parent, <laughs> parents or siblings or close friends um, coming back to, again, my identity is as a daughter of God. And, and, and that applies to how we look, like our bodies are beautiful and how we've been created. Um, yeah, so good. Yeah. It's like, I remember I used to, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I would see these other girls and they're so tiny and petite. And I'm just like, I will never be that. And um, <laughs> it's just, it really is circling back to, you know, God did not make you that way. He's like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Like, yeah, like she is small, but like you are, you know, athletic, you have other gifts and talents and she has other gifts and talents. And uh, the comparison game is not one that we should play, Mm -mm. but it is one that we play every day. Um, (laughs) So it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. There's no uh, one-stop shop quick fix to, to not doing that, but catching yourself when you do absolutely and and two it's it's a balance right because it's not like we can just let ourselves go yeah well god still still love us the same if if we don't take care of our bodies yeah but again we've been given this body obviously it's imperfect because of the fall and surgeries and for me a pancreas that doesn't work and you know like all these different Uh, things but um but i should do my best to take care of it and 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 in a balanced way like you know if okay if i'm tr- going to go try to become some elite crossfitter or rower yeah i might have to only eat like i talked to you know right. these people who were bodybuilders and all these things it's like they ate such a regimented diet chicken broccoli rice like and maybe that's what somebody's called to at this moment in their lives great uh-huh long term that's probably not super healthy and sustainable but go for it Mm -hmm. you know but again at this point in in my life and I think you know we 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 have to find that balance I guess we have to eat healthy but have a piece of cake every once in a while you know um Mm -hmm. finding that balance but then also on the other end like not letting ourselves completely go and I think um that, that does happen in our in our culture and a lot of the um processed foods and um uh what's the word when you're not moving the lifestyles oh, we live, like where you're just not yeah. out and about and exercising, you know, we're on Net- computers all day and binging Netflix and yeah. like all that. All yeah. those things. Um, we want to find that balance because our bodies are good. Um, mm-hmm. And so we, and we are temples of the Holy Spirit. We know that by our baptism, the Trinity dwells within us. And so it's like, we, we need to take care of the temple that we are. Uh, but again, not unless we're called in this moment to a specific extreme of sport and we have to do things to really regulate that. You know, it's it's all about um, that balance. And then, you know, on the other end, it's you know, we have to be careful of, um, you know, eating disorders and and those things which are so common within athletics that drive perf- in the attempt to drive performance. Um, but again, that is not something that is honoring the body. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just mentioned that lightly, and I don't want to do it flippantly. Um, if that is something yeah. that a listener is struggling with, like we, we both Chris and I would highly encourage you to just talk to somebody like she had said earlier, um, to get that help there. Um, but again, the point is balance. 
Um, yeah. And, and our bodies wow. are good for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's, let's circle to this kind of, you've mentioned it a few times and then maybe we'll wrap up, but you, you've kind of talked a few times about the people around you, mm. um, the importance of people who support you, um, who don't tear yeah. you down, people who encourage you to do your best, encourage this balance in your life, encourage, um, mental health, encourage faith. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, what are just some tips you have about going about finding that? Um, you know, I know for me, it was like, I didn't really have that on my team. And so I had to go, um, to the Catholic center on campus and find, found some friends there, or I met, um, some friends on other teams who are, who are really positive influences in my life or, or now, you know, seeking young adult community or, or positive people at the gym space I'm in. Um, yeah. What are, what's your advice yeah. um, as to how to kind of find that if somebody is realizing, wow, yeah, I really don't have much support and, and I want it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, especially for myself, like exiting out of um, the culture project, um, just, you know, moving forward, I was so scared. So at my CrossFit gym, you know, there's just so many good people from different walks of life. And I was, I don't know why I was just like, so scared to talk about God, um, with them. I was just like, I'm not, you know, I don't want, I don't want people to think that I'm, um, everybody knew that knew I was a missionary, but, um, I was like, I don't want to talk about God and, you know, be that person that's just always talking about God. But like, for real, I was like, I checked myself. I said, don't be afraid to talk about God because the moment I decided to talk about God and talk about my faith, um, people started coming out of the woodworks just like, yeah, like God is good. Or like, let's do a Bible study or um, let's uh, let's get together for a girl's night and let's talk about some of the things that we see going on within our own lives or, you know, banding together as a community. Um it's not always easy and that doesn't always happen for people where it just so happens there's people with the same interests around them, but it is, it is hard to find good community. And if it's not physically in front of you, um, do you have a friend that you can phone and keep accountable every week, um, Mm. for your spiritual goals? Um, do you have a spiritual director? Do you have a mentor that you can either Skype with or FaceTime with once a week? Um, you know, even, you know, we can have this all or nothing mentality. And I know I can, um, where it's like, okay, well, if I don't have my young adult group, my Bible study, my, you know, daily mass, my daily holy hour, my this, my that, my that, then if I can't hit all those check marks, then I'm not going to do any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you can like get that one call a week with the friends that, you know, can call you out or keep you accountable, get that. Um, if you can make it to holy hour once a week, do that. If you can make it to holy 30 minutes, do that. If you can't make it at all and you just need 10 minutes of prayer, do that. Um, it's not an all or nothing mentality. Um, but we do have a beautiful thing, which, you know, social media can be both positive and negative. Um, you know, Facebook has the ability you can find groups and communities around you. Um, Instagram is the same way. Um, you can really find people with common interests around you and groups, um, obviously with precaution, you know, take precaution to those kind of things and not, not just, um, I would, you know, suggest taking a friend with you if you're going to go to a group, 
um, for the first time, but, um, you know, just really take baby steps. Don't not don't, but, um, yeah, it's, it's okay if you struggle to find community, but, you know, don't have an all or nothing mentality, but, you know, seek, use the resources that you do have and, um, don't be afraid to reach out and, you know, find a spiritual director, find a mentor. Um, and if you do find a good community, that's great. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what I'm saying, but, um, <laughs> I just think it's a uh, community can look in different ways than just being with people. Um, but also, you know, whether it's through phone or text or Skype or FaceTime, um, you can find community in many, many different shapes mm-hmm. and forms. So, mm. yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And just, just a word, like we're, you know, we at Fierce Athlete, um, Krista, we consider you part of our, part of our fam now, part yeah. of our team. Um, Woo. you know, we're, we're here for, for our listeners, um, as well. You know, we offer mentorship. Um, if you need help, if you want to talk, you want to meet, um, we're here. So, um, and, and follow us, you know, we're, we're looking to pick up our Instagram and we have a Facebook group and, and those things, um, for like-minded individuals, but feel free to reach out to us if, if you need anything, because that's, that's what we're here for, um, Mm -hmm. is to be an encouragement to, to female athletes across the country and across the world. So, um, you're not alone. Basically, Krista and I want you to know you are not alone. I know it can feel like it, um, but we're here for you and we're always praying for, for our listeners and for female athletes around, around the world. And so know that you've been in our prayers and, um, and we'll continue to be for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, to wrap up, Krista, we always mm-hmm. offer our listeners a physical and spiritual challenge ah. every week. Um, we have usually have, our, I just sprung this on you, so you can take a second to think about it. But um, we always Perfect. have a physical goal and a spiritual goal. And the physical goal could be doing something physical or it could be applying a certain principle um, to your physical sport, whether that's mental, spiritual, emotional, um, and then the spiritual goal is, is something more in the, in the, in the prayer sphere or, um, you know, taking the, the time to try something or do something. So do you have a physical and spiritual challenge that you would love to offer our listeners? So a spiritual challenge that I've done for myself, like the best thing I did, um, this is going to sound so stupid, but I, um, subscribed to this website called praymorenovenas.com. Yes. Um, and it comes straight to your email. So like it's there when you wake up and it's like, Oh, today is like St. Jude, like pray this novena with us. And I promise you it takes like less than three minutes to pray these novenas every day. And they send it straight to your phone and it's so easy. Um, so go to, and I'm not paid by them or sponsored by them or anything to say this, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, go, Go subscribe to PrayMoreNovenas.com because um, we do need help from our brothers and sisters upstairs um, and they want to help us for sure. And it's just a small way to kind of, you know, if you don't have time for a holy hour, if you, you know, you're not down that day to do 10 minutes of prayer, you know, just pray that small little prayer and that small little prayer will turn into um, maybe even praying a rosary or um, 
you know, even just getting your mind into that place where it's like, okay, like today is the Lord's day. Every day is Lord's day. And, uh, just starting it off, um, with, with a novena. Why not? So pray more novenas.com. <laughs> Can you just briefly explain what a novena is in case our listeners don't know? Yeah. A novena is like a small prayer. Um, you can ask for a petition. So usually you come with it for, with an intention. Um, so it's also a way that you can pray for a specific intention of yours, whether it's um, uh, usually novenas are geared to a particular saint that has a particular charism. Like St. Anthony is like the saint of lost things. St. Jude, I believe, I can't remember his novena. Just impossible ended. causes. <laughs> yeah, impossible causes. Our Lady or Undoer of Knots is like for all things like... I can't think about this problem. Like I need this to be figured out. Um, you know, it's a cer- it's a certain way you can interrupt intentions um, with the intercession of the saints. Um, so it also gives you an opportunity to, you know, even have a prayer answered. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's and it's a, typically lasts mm-hmm. it's nine days, right? Nine days. Yep, nine days. So oh. you're like, sometimes you're just like, oh, can I do this every day? It's just it really is less than less than even two minutes, I would mm-hmm. say. But yeah, that's a spiritual practice that I myself am trying to get in the rhythm of, but cool. it comes straight to your phone. Um, physical practice. Um, I'm trying to think. Ah, there is, other than getting up and making your bed right away in the morning, I know that's not like <laughs> physical, but um, <laughs> that's something I try to do. But um you said it could be mental or spiritual yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I would say like as a fruit of our conversation this week or this, this podcast, like find your mantra, mm. um, find your mantra, write it down, get it embroidered on your bag, put it like wherever you get it tattooed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, actually like, almost said that earlier. I'm yeah. like, just get it tattooed right on your wrist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, we're going to have all these people coming forward with tattoos. We're not oh, endorsing good. that. Pray about I it. Discern it. Yes. Um, if, if, yeah. Find your mantra and like tell other people your mantra too. Yes. It's kind of like your, your trigger word. Um, you know, have people say like, this is what I need to be told in this moment. Like, or, you know, have it written on a piece of paper in your gym bag or on your grip of your tennis racket um, or on the ball, um, the soccer ball, wherever you need to put it. Uh, you know, just find your mantra, stick to it keep it repetitive in your head and, you know, remember your why, Mm. remember your why and why you're doing what you're doing. So I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. What a great conversation, Krista. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of fun. Heck yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. Um, we, yeah, we're just so humbled that you would join us um, in these conversations. Uh, please feel free to reach out to us if you need any mentorship, prayers, help, or support. Um, our, yeah, our contact is on our website, fierceathlete.org. Uh, please leave us a review. Leave any comments about other topics you'd love to hear about um, or guests you'd love to be interviewed. Um, yeah, we're here for you want to support you and then yeah just follow us on instagram look for our facebook group if you're looking for some community as well all right everybody we will see you next time thank you again for listening in and uh, stay fierce play fierce pray fierce live fierce